Bush and Richie here with another podcast. And do you know what? Since we did this little game that Richie made up at the beginning of uh, yesterday's podcast, I've been looking forward to it happening again. It's a brand new round, our second ever round of Change It Up. Uh, I can hear a bed. I can hear some kind of a song. <laughs> uh, I was only 10p out yesterday, wasn't I? You were, yeah. Uh, and it was... Four pounds forty or fifty, I think you were. I, I said four fifty. I think it was four pounds sixty. That was it. Yeah, pocket. that was it. That was Richie it. J- uh, jingles and jangles his right hand pocket, and I and you guys as well have to guess how much money is in there. Well, today it's my left hand pocket. Okay, just to mix it up. Just to mix it up, you know, it's random. Don't never choose what pocket it's going to be. Today <laughs> okay. it's my left hand pocket, so it's going to move the microphone down uh, to. Uh, that sounds fine. Not that we've had any problems during the show with microphones. Oh, so you're here. Yeah. So this is my left hand pocket. All right. That doesn't sell as anywhere near as much money as there was last night. What do you think, folks, listening at home? Thank uh, you for your answer. <laughs> What's that? That was them just giving their answer. Oh, is that, oh, brilliant. Yeah. You can hear them. You can almost hear them. Can you do it one more time? Is well, that too now much? what I'm going to do, I'm going to do it just in my hands. OK, go on. All right. That's next to nothing there. I, I, can, I, I swear I can hear pound coins. A little bit like that kid can see dead people. I think there is only 75 pence there. 75 pence. 75 pence. What do you reckon, folks at home? Say it out loud now. Ooh, Ooh, interesting. interesting. Right, Okay. let's uh, drop the money on the table. That's nothing, is it? You went with 75 pence. Yep. 20. 30. 40. (gasps) 1. 41p. Oh, I I thought it was a pound. No. Wow, that's... um, But do you know what? Still ballpark. Do you know what? I'd have to say... It's still only 29p out. Yeah. And that's just so, from hearing coins. So ten. So if you go 10 yesterday, 29 today, that's a total of 39 pence out over two days. So on average, you're 18 and a half pence out every time we play this game. I've got an 18 pence window. Yeah. That's what it is. Which is pretty good. And as, the ironic thing about this is, as you're about to hear in this show, uh, Richie and I uh, kind of... Uh, I don't know, l- lament the fact that we don't have any actual usable skills. Correct. Maybe we do, actually. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's this. Uh, if I can remember to bring some change in, do you want a third game of Change It Up with full-on production tomorrow during our Any Other Business podcast? Uh, is the Pope Catholic? <laughs> I think he is. <laughs> There's another cultural reference. One for the kids. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile. Stereophonics and a thousand trees on Thursday's home time. It's Absolute Radio. It's Bush and Richie. Uh, I just want to start the show by apologising for something that I did this morning. Okay, it was out of order. Uh, you might have missed the the uh, brouhaha we had on Twitter a little bit earlier on, but uh, I did something, I acted on my own, acted unilaterally, and it did cause, within this very tightly knit show, quite a diplomatic incident. Uh, I got, let me explain, I got on the train to London early this morning, about 6am, it was pitch black and really, really cold, and still, after I had this meeting and everything, 9am, still very, very cold. And I was absolutely freezing, and I brought my jumper with me, and with a bit of a rush of blood to the head, I put in the code and activated... The Big Coat Protocol. And if you're not aware of that, it's something that we have on this show, The Big Coat Protocol, a code that Richie and I have where we can let you guys, and I only had your health and safety at heart, the Absolute Radio listeners know that it's time to wheel out the big coat because suddenly it's got colder. When mid-morning, I, I went on Twitter and, and saw that the, the klaxon was sounding, was the siren was flashing, and the, the big coat protocol had been attempted to be launched. I couldn't believe it because the blue it was blue sky, there was sunshine. I was just wearing 
wearing a, a, a long sleeve shirt. It was freezing where I was. You, thinking, what's he thinking? You asked me if I was unwell. <laughs> <laughs> I was worrying that you had some kind of bug and were, were feeling cold and obviously had no sense of what the real temperature was. I put it to you, it's far too early. And this is why the Big Coat Protocol is one of these things where we both need to turn the keys turn the at key. the same time. This is the problem. Uh, it then started to warm up quite considerably. I thought I'd got in there early and I'd saved the population from certain destruction. Uh, and then, much to my horror, it warmed up quite considerably between <laughs> 10 and 11. And the jumper that I'd taken with me, I started to wear around my shoulders like I'd finished the game of tennis in the 1920s. So the worst thing, and this is the bit I kind of really want to apologise for, um, not only did I recall, rescind the big coat protocol, I then did something that I'm really ashamed of. I put out another tweet saying that I was only joking, it was just a drill. <laughs> and that was wrong. What's the old... Uh... Peter and the Wolf, isn't it? Peter and the Wolf. Boy cried wolf too many times. Yes. Walter Mitty type character. What you did. Uh, This, for me, will live long in the memory. It will be my Cuban missile crisis. Now, okay, what what it would be fair of us to do right now is just to pose the question, where are you with this? Are you anywhere near Bush and thinking it is time for the big coat? 5th of September. I say it's way, way too early. Are you with me? What have you brought in with you today, though? Where are you at? I have a, a jacket in my bag ready for getting off the train at half past eight this evening where there might be a slight edge to it. Because you've got an open top shirt at the moment, you're still rocking that, you think it's fine, whereas I do have, I've got a jumper with me today and it's getting colder again now. And I'm just going to say it before anyone else points it out, I do carry a little bit more body weight. (laughs) (laughs) A little bit more timber. (laughs) What do you reckon then? Where do you stand on Big Coat Protocol 8-12-15? The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Absolute Radio. Aztec Camera and Somewhere in My Heart on Hometime Bush and Ritchie. Absolute Radio, Thursday afternoon. I am worried about you. I know I called you out as being ill maybe earlier because you... You asked me if I was unwell. You tried to activate this Big Coat Protocol. I've now just seen you stretching. You've been doing as if you're a substitute about to come on in a football match. You've been sort of like pulling your legs. Are you okay? Oh, I've, I've got a bad back. That's what I was in London early for, getting some twists and turns going on with that. But the point remains the same. It was freezing cold at six o'clock this morning. <laughs> and I have had what can only be described as maybe a, a sartorial Cuban missile crisis. And <laughs> we nearly came to blows. It was brinkmanship going on at about 11 o'clock because you completely disagreed with me. I did. Activating the big code protocol. Uh, and I, it's fair to say I've not been having much support on Twitter. Lou has accused me of premature big coatalization. <laughs> Bush, I refuse until at least October. And Mike in Blackwood says, no to big coat. I left the house at 5.45 this morning. Shorts and T-shirt. I'll be in shorts all year. Fleece when it drops to naught. Wow. There you go. Big one like this. Been getting about in shorts and T-shirts since 6am. As long as it's sunny, I'll keep this up till November. Madness. Disclaimer, my name is Scottish Stephen. Scottish Stephen. <laughs> I've tried, I'll chuck some numbers at you. Go on then. Um, I looked up when we activated the Big Coat Protocol last year. Yeah. It was the 31st of October. Okay, so it's a little earlier. So, you've nearly tried. You've nearly tried to activate it a full two months early. It's global warming, though, isn't it? It's playing with everything. You've seen the movie The Day After Tomorrow. I it all starts seen. with the lad in the science department putting on a big coat too soon. <laughs> That's what it is. So, I mean, so what? We, we, this is way too early, and it's been deactivated. I think. I, I think. I think the moratorium is open for a further five minutes and then a ruling will be made. But you, I think I know which way it's going. You know when you've seen someone at work who's had to recall an email and you thought to yourself, <laughs> they've had a bad day. I feel like that. Home time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile. Tesco Club Card vouchers are now worth double at Tesco Mobile, so use them to lower your monthly phone bill. Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Terms and conditions apply.
Matt says, I tested the heating out last night just to circulate the pipes, of course. Now, I'm well, fully behind that, Matt. This is, uh, this is the perfect textbook time of year to, to try the heating, to bleed the radiators. Plumbers aren't busy if you've got a problem, so you can call them out, they'll be able to come. If you do it a few months down the line, you'll be waiting. Tell no me, waiting. testing the heating out is not a thing. No, it's a good thing to do this time of year. What are you even testing? What are you just, what are you Test testing? it's fine. Test it's fine. There hasn't been some gremlin got into it over the summer. Uh, Watson says, I actually went rogue and enacted the LJC, the Leather Jacket Protocol, on Sunday, the first official start of the meteorological autumn, apparently. However, I went further and broke the glass on the ESB, which is the emergency scarf box, and it feels good. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Darren is hanging on. Where are you standing on this, Darren? Uh, well, it's, it's not it's not cold enough for a big call yet, but uh, it's definitely grim enough to get your, your, your new patio furniture in. Wow, so not cold enough for a big coat, so you kind of throw me under the bus with that. However, you've offered me an olive branch by saying that <laughs> it is cold enough to bring in the garden patio furniture. <laughs> Does that have its own protocol? <laughs> <laughs> patio yeah, furniture yeah, protocol. Yeah, bring it all in. It doesn't have to be, surely it doesn't have to be brought in. Uh, you're just talking sort of like a cover, aren't you? But you've got stuff on your patio. Yeah, I have got stuff on my patio. Yeah, what are you going to yeah. do with it? It's going to have to be covered. Darren's right. It's the uh, yeah. it's the patio cover protocol, I'd call it. Love the it. The PCP. <laughs> <laughs> Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. A depressing evening at home for me yesterday uh, when I realised that uh, some of my cultural references are now beginning to get a touch musty. Do you know what? I know how you feel with that kind of thing. I sometimes follow it with, that's one for the kids. <laughs> it's really quite depressing. Uh, so... Uh, it's going to sound a little bit too middle class to begin with. I was trying to open a pack of Parmesan. As you do. <laughs> All right. And I couldn't open it. Uh, and after uh, chucking out a few expletives, I said, can you just pass me the scissors? I need to get this Parmesan open. Yeah. To which Natalie replied, uh, no, no, you don't need scissors for that. I'll open it. And in my indignation, I passed her the Parmesan and said, all right there, Jeff Capes. <laughs> the old classic. Turns back, goes, who's Jeff Capes? No. And I was incredulous. I, are you joking me? You don't know who Jeff Capes is? No. Oh, you always think everyone knows who Jeff Capes is. World's strongest man, Olympian. He did the shot put for Great Britain, didn't Strongest he? man in the world. I know. In the entire, not just like in Great Britain, in the world. Never heard of him. No one in the rest of the world any stronger than Jeff. So the idea of Jeff Capes opening a Parmesan packet was completely lost on her. She must be wondering what you're on about. So then I started to worry and thinking, I hope this isn't, it's just like a one-off. And I said, so if we were in the car and you're driving too fast, and I said, slow down Nigel Mansell, she started laughing and said, no idea who Nigel Mansell is. And that's when I started thinking to myself, they're all going. All the cultural references yeah. of my childhood that you might do if you go, all right, such and such, like that, they're all going. Well, I reckon we've got a big problem, uh, and this is summed up with trying to take the mickey out of someone at work who's always on holiday. Normally you would have said, all right, Judith Chalmers. <laughs> But she's not done that show in Donkey's years. So yeah. the Irish fella who used to do the holiday programme just double glazing adverts now. Craig Doyle. So you can't do all right, Craig. Maybe if you've got new double glazing, you can say, all right, Craig Doyle. <laughs> but, yeah, do, do, we need a new thing for Judith Chalmers. There isn't, there isn't really 
even a holiday programme these days. No, there isn't. So let, let's let's build a list of these. I think they're celebrities that we need to put on some kind of um, watch list for uh, you know extinction. Really? Well, yeah. Know. Maybe just maybe time to retire them as cultural reference. Maybe points. that's what it is. Retirements, and if there's some replacements as well, then we need to hear about them. Eight, twelve, fifteen, or you can tweet us at Absolute Radio. For example, if someone's brought in a cardigan to work, you say, "All right, Val Dunica. <laughs> it's just not on. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Madness on the Hometime Show. And it's the final song of today's No Repeat Guarantee. All kicks off again tomorrow from 9 on the Dave Barry Breakfast Show. Morning um, cultural references of my youth today after my Jeff Capes gag uh, completely died in the kitchen last night. And it, it made me realise that a lot of the uh, cultural references that I used to go to, no one gets them anymore. We are having a cultural reference point clear out on the show this evening. So if you've got one in your mind that you use sometimes, you think, he's not, or she's not been around for 20 odd years, it's time to get rid of it. For example, if anyone's got big glasses, I accuse them of being Dennis Taylor, <laughs> snooker player. He hasn't been around for donkey's years. Still commentating, but his glasses are smaller these days. He's probably got a little tiny bifocals. Well, actually, that's a bit personal. Uh, Je- Gemma in Loughborough says, when someone's always taking photos of everything, we've always said, all right, David Bailey, yeah. completely lost on my kids and younger colleagues. Uh, another one to chuck in, I, I mentioned Crime Watch UK. If yeah. you talk about someone's mugshot in a picture, it's not even on anymore, no, is it? That's very true. Uh, this one here says, uh, from Ross in Glasgow, I play five aside with a lad who's always injured. When he returned to work last week, I said, all right, Darren Anderton, a K sick note. He replied, who? <laughs> Against modern football, he says. Uh, Stuart says, Norman Collier, when you can only hear bits of an announcement on public transport. I have to hold my hands up. Uh, I knew that reference, but I have been Googling some YouTube clips of Norman Collier. I'm still finding it funny. He's good, isn't he? It's basically it's just someone pretending their microphone don't work. But it also steps outside of just the, the celebrity. Steve says, cultural references go way beyond celebs. Five years ago, when my son was 15, he managed to dial a wrong number on his smartphone. I told him to hang up, and he had absolutely no clue what I was talking about. <laughs> it's a good point. And then finally, from Neil in Essex, he says, also, when you say Accrington Stanley in a Scouse accent in reference to the milk advert, no-one knows what I'm on about. I'm 44, all my jokes are dead. I still kind of love it, though. Keep on doing it. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Tonight on the show, we are retiring uh, old school celebrities that no longer have a place as cultural reference points for certain things. Normally, uh, following on from the word, all right, dot, dot, dot. For example, uh, Andy says someone who's hard to find is always called Lord Lucan. Uh, you can swap that now for David Cameron. Good point. It's a very satirical point. Uh, Andrea in Coventry is uh, suggesting that Jane MacDonald has taken over Judith Chalmers' crown as Queen of Travel uh, with all her mm. cruising programmes. Right, so Jane MacDonald was on the cruise. That's where yes. she came to, uh, yeah. like... Uh, popularity, but that was ages ago as well. I believe there is a Channel 5 show called Cruising with Jane McDonald's where she cruises around the world and she even as a bonus sings at the end of the show. So she's got back on the cruise. <laughs> I think she has. She yeah. might be the new one then for, for people who are on holiday all the time. Declan says if someone's wearing white socks and black shoes, I always say, all right, Michael Jackson. <laughs> Could be worse. Uh, no name attached to uh, all right, Nora Batty, uh, but uh, it's, a, it's a very valid one if someone's got uh, <laughs> wrinkled or uh, uh, baggy leggings on. Uncle Fester says, I always cook. 
I, uh, I always calls those. Oh, sorry, he's not from the West Country. I always call those. <laughs> I always call those headset microphones Madonna microphones <laughs> because she was one of the first pop stars to wear them. Needs retiring in brackets. He says just like her. That's unfair. A up, Michael Fish from uh, Chris yes. in Morley as well. Could you name? many of the weather presenters these days. I'm not sure I could. I put it to you that I think we lived in the golden age of weather presenters. I think we've got Schnafferwacker, or whatever his name that's is. That's one. And that's literally it. It's about it, isn't it? That is about it. So, uh, yeah, keep them coming. 8, 12, 15. Louise, who are you, uh, who are you needing to retire? Saying you're, you look like Neon from The Young Ones. <laughs> that's a real old classic, <laughs> that, isn't it? That's really old. So in what situation would you roll that one out? Well, I've got long brown hair, and if it gets too long, I look like Neon from The Young Ones. So I tell my hairdresser that. It's, it's either that, it's either long hair or having a hole in your shoe. Yeah. <laughs> That's Neil, isn't it? I say it, they just look at me blankly. So have you decided, have you like maybe uh, decided to come up with a more up-to-date up to cultural reference point for having longer hair? No, because I'm too old. I don't know what else works. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep going on with Jeff Capes for decades. Don't worry. <laughs> Hometime podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. This is a good one here from uh, Andrea. Says, uh, if anyone's looking like a scruff, it's like Wurzel Gummidge, isn't it? Oh, God, they used to scare the life out of me when I was but a kid. I'll tell you one thing. Obviously, Mackenzie Crook is bringing back Wurzel Gummidge. So that is one that's going to come back round again. So you don't need to give up Wurzel Gummidge just yet. I think Mackenzie Crook is going to make Wurzel Gummidge even more scary. Probably. Because he was in Pirates of the Caribbean as well, and he was quite scary in that. Uh, Nick says, one of our apprentices didn't turn up for work when he finally came in and said, all right, Danny Kendall... <laughs> I don't know who that is. Strange Hill. Is it? Danny Kendall was always off, yeah. There you go, he's always off. That's <laughs> an old one. That's one for the kids <laughs> there, Nick. Uh, if you're doing any sort of charity work, then it's OK Challenge Annika. Probably the new one for that is Nick Knowles, D-R-Y-S-O-S. It's he's everywhere. Very similar programme. As Charlotte says, uh, reference to cultural references, when you're a child asking for something and your parents turning around saying, who do you think I am? Rockefeller. My mum and dad do that all the time. It's a good one. And some gardening, finally, if anyone's gardening. It's all right there, Alan Titchmarsh. That's another one for the list. It's an old classic. Home time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, spread the cost of the latest phones with flexible contracts that lower your monthly bill. Tesco Mobile, every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. Good to have you on board. This is Absolute Radio on a Thursday night. Sarah Champion just popped her head round the door to say hi. She's covering for Danielle tonight from seven. Uh, Sarah herself has had uh, has lost her voice and has come back here now. She's still quite husky. There's some in premium rate. Might want to listen to her from seven tonight. <laughs> Never heard anything like it. Uh, an incredible sports story has, uh, has come out today. If you like your cycling, you'll have heard of the uh, Vuelta de España. I might have pronounced that wrong. I've never heard of it. It's uh, it's it's another one of the uh, the, the big grand uh, bike races. Obviously, the most famous one is the Tour de France. So it's the Spanish Tour de France. In very layman's terms, yes. Let's just we, call it that. <laughs> we'll, we'll go with that. Tour de Spain. Tour, well, I think that might it's be... Tour what, de Spain. Might be what Velta de España is, is. Is that what it is? I think it could be. Oh, my God, that is that is a game-changer if that's what it's called. Televised very much like <laughs> the Tour de France uh, is, obviously, with your old, uh, your helicopters going over the uh, Le Peloton. What, what that's called in Spanish, I don't know. Blokes ahead of the others. <laughs> no, weirdly enough, right, when we watched the Tour de France in, in France, we could tell they were coming because the helicopter was that was announcing their arrival basically exactly exactly well in the vuelta de España, the helicopter has discovered a massive cannabis farm oh 
because obviously the uh, the race is going down the road. The helicopter is following over the top. Yeah. And this Spanish big-walled villa that no one would ever have looked at and thought was anything suspicious from the side of the road. All the people watching on telly are like, hold on, hold on, pause that, go back, go back, go back. That's a cannabis farm there. Oh, no, so they got away with it for so long. Got away with it for so long and then what until the odds this, this a bike, bike race ride. comes by with televised helicopters and the bloke's been rumbled. Deary me. What a way to get rumbled. He must have been fuming. You would have thought so. Yes. So we're after your rumbled stories. It doesn't matter necessarily the grades of what they are, but if you have been rumbled in a spectacular fashion, might be a stash of biscuits you've been hiding. Are you wondering where you're going with that? Or something a lot worse. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Just as by means of a clarification, uh, our producer, Adem, who sometimes throws what he insists are facts at us without properly checking them, <laughs> has just told us that, what's it called, the Spanish? Vuelta de España. He reckons it's round the back of Spain. That's not what I said. What did you say then? Back from Spain. Back from Spain. You wouldn't call a you wouldn't call a bike race back from Spain. Yeah. I'm just about to start the back from Spain. Everyone knows Tour de France is a tour, tour of France. France. Uh, please let us know if you know a bit of Spanish. <laughs> 8, 12, 15. I get rumbled all the time, talking about being rumbled. Uh, I don't know if you're other halves like this, but my girlfriend like tracks me the way that, say if I'm like a, a wild wildebeest and she's Ray Mears. Right. So, for example, she'll look for, I'm quite thick about it, like I'll sneak in a pasty from the bakery if I'm pushing our daughter around to get her to go to sleep in the buggy, but I'll stupidly leave the wrapper scrunched up in the base of the buggy basket. Oh dear. Oh dear. So she can track that, see the crumbs, <laughs> and then I've rumbled. You know uh, 12 I mean? 15, your rumbled stories. Rich and Worthing says the Pirates VHS hire game was going very well at school until one mate called home to say he was going to have a late return. Mum answered the phone. Oh, see, I still can't believe that you used to go and drop a movie back. Isn't that mad? Yeah. And then get told off you didn't rewind it to the start. <laughs> yeah. uh, we've got Sheila on the phone. Sheila, tell us about you getting rumbled. It was over 20 years ago and I was a um, psychiatric nurse and I was on nights and I went off sick because I wanted to go up to watch Manchester United play Arsenal. And um, so I obviously went off sick, went up to watch the football and Eric Cantona scored the goal and I stood in the aisle celebrating and then that night all my colleagues and my boss we're watching that today and I got caught celebrating the goal. Sheila! Because what are the odds? A little bit like the fellow with the uh, illegal plants being grown in his little enclosure there. I mean, what are the odds on you actually being featured on an episode of Match of the Day? You must have felt gutted. I was. I got in, went in to work on the Sunday night um, after the match and um, my boss called me in the office and he said, I'm not going to tell you off, he said, because of the sheer, like, you know, like you said, the chance of getting caught, he said, you're a fair but don't do it again. <laughs> I'm going to do some rough calculations here. I think you're talking about 76,000 to one if you talk about the capacity of Old Trafford. Something like that. I think I was sort of like only about three or four rows up from the, one of the corner flag, and I just went out into the aisle when they scored. And um, I must have, yeah. Tell us about your celebration. That must have been a hell of a goal. What kind of celebration were you doing? <laughs> I was just, was just like, stood, you know, acting like an idiot. Sheila, you are speaking of a long time ago, you must long for those days. I do, I do, yes. Um, I'm, yeah. He's having a dig at you there, Sheila. He's having a dig. Yeah, right. I don't mind, I don't mind. What goes around comes around. Oh! Oh. (laughs) Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Anna, uh, don't worry, you're not live or anything, but uh, we, we, we hear you speak Spanish. 
claro. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you can tell we've we've really got this language thing sorted. So, Anna, first of all, Vuelta de España. Uh, what is the correct pronunciation of that? Vuelta de España. All right, and what does it mean then, Anna? Well, it means Spanish tour, like. Because right. our producer, Adam, told us it was back from Spain. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it means that as well. That's oh, oh, damn. Oh, your line's Thanks. cracking up. We have to go Dan, now. we got you on <laughs> specifically <laughs> to throw him under the bus. Thank you, Anna. <laughs> Unbelievable. Ah, oh, damn. No worries. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie is what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Hello. Hello there. It was us talking about Norman Collier earlier on. That is so strange. What is Hello. going on here? Hello. Hello. Do you know what this happened last week? You're back with the double microphone, uh, um, so yeah, you did a press if, conference. Have you ever seen the uh, the President of the United States <laughs> doing a press conference? This Fake <laughs> this news. I'm like, got two microphones stuck in front of me. One of them might work. How does it even do that? Don't know. It's incredible It's like skill. you've got a ghost in the machine. It's literally like a poltergeist in this place. Could be what it is. Could, Could be, a ghost. be what it is. It's ghost. home time. It's Bush and Ritchie with working microphones here on Absolute Radio. Do you know what, though? It's quite good and quite apt that you do have two microphones in front of you like you're about to make a major statement, isn't because it? Because I am. He is about to make a major statement because the main kind of story of this week on the show is that we revealed to you that, don't know how this has happened, we've managed to get a bit of budget and we were deciding upon what we should do for some show merchandise. We want some show merch for the home time show, some of this to do with this time of day that we're on, and some of this going to spread the word of this great show across the land. We had so many brilliant ideas in from you guys, which we really appreciate. We were overwhelmed by the amount of brilliant stuff that came in. We narrowed it down, though, just for trying to work this out, uh, uh, into a final four, which is kind of the cliffhanger that we left the show on yesterday. The final four show merch ideas, as suggested by you, the hometime listeners, were a hometime spatula, hometime bottle opener, hometime tea towel, and home-time placemats. So the consultation period was open for 24 hours. We we read and listened to a lot of your comments. We were up until the early hours, weren't we? We were trying to think about postage. What's going to fit nicely in, a, in some kind of envelope to get the merchandise out to you? And the winner, and soon to go into production and be licensed for merchandise for home-time, will be... The Hometime Tea Towel. Hometime Tea Towel. Imagine how good that's going to be. I'm imagining right now reverberations around the tea towel industries <laughs> of the United Kingdom. Yes. Tea towel mills uh, <laughs> have suddenly fallen silence thinking... We're going to get that order. Imagine We're going to that get that order. Tea towel industry on the brink a little bit, and we've saved it with a huge, <laughs> a huge order, bulk order. Very, very exciting. So if you work in the tea towel industry, you've got the next couple of days before we really get that. that so you, you might want to put a tender in right now. We're, the big news is next week on the show, we're going to ask for some suggestions and help input. Because this, you know, obviously, is a tea towel's a blank canvas. Yep. We're going to ask for some help about what's going to go on that tea towel. However, tell everybody you know that the Home Time Show merchandise for 20 2019 is Tea Towels and what an apt song Lewis Capaldi Hold Me While You Wait Absolute Radio The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie The specials on Hometime this is Absolute Radio on a Thursday night 
so that, uh, that song I'm going to dedicate to Jade, who's listening to Absolute Radio whilst they're bringing their little baby home from hospital. She says, uh, start them young, start them early on Absolute Radio. It's just sorry, just dawning on me what the final lyrics are to that special song uh, as I was reading that out. But hey, good to have you on board as we head towards six o'clock. Hey, maybe we can send them a home time tea towel. It Ooh. has been uh, announced as a designated piece of home time merchandise. Already the excitement is there. Uh, Katie has texted, please can I be put on a VIP list to receive a home time tea towel? They're not even made yet. It's going to be like the entertainment equivalent of the Shroud of Turin. <laughs> Uh, Andy Brown says, my missus will love drying her wet jugs with your tea towel. Wonderful news, Thank Andy. you. Lovely. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, watch this space. We're going to need your help on the design next week. Home time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, spread the cost of the latest phones with flexible contracts that lower your monthly bill. Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. So excited to talk about this amazing uh, aviation story in the papers today. In fact, we've had a couple of aviation stories during the course of the show with the helicopter that spotted that bloke's marijuana farm. Uh, this is about a heroic off-duty EasyJet pilot uh, called Michael Bradley. He was due to fly from Manchester Airport to Alicante with his wife and young son on Monday because they're going on their holiday, but faced huge delays because the plane didn't have a captain. They had staff mm-hmm. shortages, so it was a real nightmare going on. Loads of planes delayed or cancelled. And he was determined not to let the crew shortage affect him in his holiday so he volunteered his services and took to the tannoy to inform his fellow passengers of his decision. There's an amazing clip of him stood at the front speaking on the tannoy uh, and said he's got his ID with him and basically volunteered uh, to fly the plane instead of being delayed any further. That is incredible. Heroic, uh, heroic thing to do. He gets this massive stand innovation from like 200 people on this plane because he saved their holiday. Yes, because they're also getting to go on holiday now. Well, this is it. Their holiday would have been cancelled <laughs> yeah. if it wasn't for him having to go as well. So he you know, flies the plane in civilian clothing and everything like that absolutely heroic thing to do and I always look at people who do careers like that where there's an actual skill involved because let's be honest what we do there ain't a skill involved in this is there's there there's no skill no whatsoever skill. the closest that you and I could get the closest that you'd get is a pub quiz and if we're on a team so we go they'll be good at music because they're DJs but we haven't got a clue <laughs> not really we haven't really got a clue <laughs> this is it I don't think the skills involved in this job is ever going to save the day so just want to put it out there this evening and this is pure envy for myself and Richie, because we'd obviously love to be in this situation. Has your job skills ever saved the day? Uh, maybe you're a plumber and you fixed a tap if you had a leak on holiday, could have ruined your hotel room, something like that. Uh, computer programmer, managed to fix next door's laptop. Don't need to go too further into that. <laughs> 8, 12, 15, let us know. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Absolute radio. I'm going to call it. I'm going to call it. It's Song of the Night so far. I agree with you, Song of the Night. Toto's Africa on home time. It's Bush and Richie. Thursday evening on Absolute Radio. So we're very impressed with the heroic off-duty EasyJet pilot who volunteered to fly the plane when his holiday jet was delayed without a pilot. I want to know from you tonight, have your work skills ever saved the day? Adam says he is a mechanic and he claims to have saved many holidays and journeys. Is he, a, is he like crawl on the wing plane mechanic, do you think? <laughs> I think you've taken a very generous leap for Adam there. I don't reckon he, I reckon he's just a standard like vehicle mechanic. I don't know. Maybe he's one of those people who put... Actually, to be fair, the play mechanics just put tape on stuff, don't they? <laughs> just put tape on it. It's all right. Bit of the wing falling off, just stick a bit of tape on it. Uh, let us know, though, if your work skills... Because, like I say, Richie and I are doing what we do. Can't do a thing. They can't do anything. There's no skill involved. I mean, 8, 12, 15. The only skill we're about to show you is that caster on the way next. I mean, that's not going to help anything, is it? It's right in front of us on the screen. <laughs> 
Sometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news, and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. We have no names for this text, but it's great. It says, my brother shaved his mate's hair in my mum's kitchen just before they went out, thinking, can't be that hard. He made a right mess. His mate was on the verge of tears. Ooh. Thankfully... I'm a barber. I'd popped down to see my mum at the same time as his mate was crying in the kitchen. I fixed it for him. Oh, goodness. You know what? That is heroic. I reckon there's a whole phone in at some point on hair disasters because I remember my brother trying to shave his own sideburns the night before school. <laughs> totally mucked it up. And when he had to go down at like 6.30 in the morning to the barbers to get it sorted out. Brilliant. Save the day. Terry says, I once told a kid off for jumping in front of a queue in a shop. Not saving the day exactly, but I did save the queue's integrity. I'm a teacher. <laughs> Loving his work. Oh, we've got Holly on the line. Holly, how did you save the day? So it was at my friend's wedding um, and the, the big letters, yeah, the big light-up letters. Yeah, yeah. And they just stopped working. And so I crawled around behind them on my knees in my dress and found the fault and plugged them all back in and got them working again. Wow, and what is your line of work, Holly? So I work for a company that sells equipment to the entertainment industry. Oh, and brilliant. I work with lights, particularly. So you saw, like, a couple of flickering bulbs and you're just almost, like, itching to get out of your pew and save the day. Yeah. <laughs> and did you get the credit you deserved? Did they thank you in the wedding? I mean, was, was it known that you saved the day? It was it was the reception and um yeah, my my friend went, Oh yeah, you fixed it. <laughs> I think yeah. you needed more than that, Holly. <laughs> Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Uh, have your work skills ever saved the day? The whole pilot stepping in is very impressive, but very. what you're about to hear from John in Bridgenorth makes the pilot sound ridiculous. John says, I work in IT. I fixed my local Indian takeaways broadband so I could pay by card. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> Imagine how good that would feel, yeah. getting their broadband working. Otherwise, you've got to walk to the cash point. Uh, don't you hate it when you have to do that with places? Hate it. Have to walk around the corner to the cash point and then come back and pay. Uh, guys, uh, Tom, I'm a telecommunications engineer, and while staying in a hotel in London, their internet went off after a trip to the exchange. Everyone was back online after 30 minutes. He went to the exchange and sorted it out. Wow. Well, I don't even know what that is, but well done. And hi to Andy, the fridge doctor. He says, guys, I want to save the day at a barbecue. The beer fridge broke, and I repaired it, making sure everyone had ice-cold beer to drink. <laughs> Carried out on people's shoulders like Dead Poet Society. There's another one for the kids. <laughs> with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, spread the cost of the latest phones with flexible contracts that lower your monthly bill. Tesco Mobile, every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. At the beginning of the podcast, I suggested uh, that Is the Pope Catholic uh, was a cultural reference uh, that was dated. The Pope's obviously still about. But he's not, as, he's not as prominent as he was. This, this current Pope... He got stuck in a lift the other day, didn't he? I know, but that's... The, back in the day, he used to roam around the Pope-mobile, were he? I mean, do you remember all the millions of people who turned up? I'm not sure that Pope John Paul ever was behind a wheel going, He used to drive it and stick his head out the top <laughs> like that, like Donkey Kong. I just think the Pope uh, these days, he's a bit more kind of like, well, it's fine, let's just see what happens, Pope, rather than... The Pope in the 80s was just like... You know, getting shot at, driving around, blessing millions, millions of people in one big blessing. It's very true. It's very true. It mate. was like the start of Police Squad or something like that. It really was <laughs> shooting from behind uh, bins. You and make, blessing. You make some very interesting points. It's time for this to end. You reckon? Yeah, probably around about forty seconds. <laughs> forty, 40 seconds, seconds ago. ago. Uh, let's play out with our song. 
Thank you for listening. The podcast is done. We hope you found it a lot of fun. Of course, it won't be for everyone. So they can stick it up their bum. Thank you for listening. The podcast is done. We hope you found it a lot of fun. Of course, it won't be for everyone. So stick it up your bum.